In today's show, we're going to dig into some retirement planning errors to avoid and tips to potentially help correct them if you've made them. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome, and it is Financial Safari with Marty Neville, the author of the Amazon number one bestseller, Retirement Smart America. Consumer advocate Dave Perkins here. Uh, Marty Neville also runs Smart Money Solutions. Today is a special day, not only getting together with Marty in the studio, but it is his birthday. Happy birthday, Marty. (laughs) Thanks, Dave. Yes. Yeah. Today is today's the day, the 26th. Well, and big plans for later? Uh, barbecue with a couple of my kids, you know, so nothing, uh, nothing too crazy, you know, maybe we'll pop open the champagne or something, but, uh, yeah, it should be nice to see my, a couple of my kids, two of them are here in town. So we'll, we'll have a little barbecue and, and put some ribs on the grill or something. Hey, nothing (laughs) wrong with that. Have some fun. That'll be fun. We've got a cake here for you, but we're waiting for the fire marshal to get here. He should be here in about (laughs) 10 minutes. So, (laughs) well, I know you've told us before, uh, so I'm not speaking out of school, but you are Medicare eligible now. Uh, Yeah, 65 today. So uh, it's it's a monumentous year. So for me anyway, and, you know, for a lot of people where, you know, most of my clients, everybody I deal with, we're all the same age so uh it's to me it's it's nothing new but uh we're we're all getting old together and having fun and getting ready to retire but i'm not i'm not getting no plans to retire for this guy so i'm I'm planning on on staying at the at the in the driver's seat for a much longer time. Absolutely, you love what you're doing. Now, we're actually going to take a look at some uh, myths, uh, break down some of those, or just wrong thinking in retirement planning, and that is number one: not retirement planning is a bad thing. <laughs> right. Well, that's that's what I that's the first thing I do as I put together a comprehensive retirement plan, the uh, guaranteed lifetime income plan. So that's the first thing that I'm going to do when I with any Anybody that I sit down with and meet, it's all the first meeting is informational and I gather the information and then go back to the office and put together the plan for you. Absolutely, it's important and imperative to have a plan in place for anything that you do. You don't go on vacation without having planned it out first, travel plans, a hotel and car rental or whatever you're going to do. So the same thing with retirement, even that's even more important because that's lifelong and uh you know potentially 30 35 years or more that's right in retirement so you've got to have that plan in place and that's one of the first things i'm going to do for you is put a plan together well you also don't go on vacation unless you know what you have to spend and how much it's going to cost and that's the other thing too and i i know you prefer a spending plan to budget but it's important Oh, of course. And, and knowing what your expenses are. I mean, we all pretty much know, you know, what your property taxes and insurances, uh, food, cost of going out, dining, what whatnot. We all pretty much know what it costs to operate and live on a monthly basis. If you have a mortgage, how much your mortgage payment is and all those other expenses that go along with it and having an emergency fund. But yes, that's where the, where the guaranteed lifetime income plan comes in because it's going to spell out exactly what to anticipate, and what to expect in retirement as far as your income is concerned. So yes, uh, what your current salary is once that ends, it's up to you to create your own 
personal pension plan and and put it together. And that's what I'm going to help you do. Absolutely. And and it is important to know that too. And now I've heard the horror stories on this, and this is something you really have to stay on top of, and that's your beneficiary designations. Absolutely. If you have the wrong beneficiary designation, if you were previously married, let's say, and you forgot to change your uh, your your beneficiary designation on a life insurance policy to uh, to somebody else rather than your former spouse, uh, that could be, be catastrophic because uh, it's it's going to hold up even if it's taken to court. Uh, it's going to hold up. But so you would definitely, and that's one of the things we have a discussion about is is have you reviewed your beneficiary designations on your accounts, on your life insurance policies, any annuities you have, whatever whatever you might have, making sure that the right beneficiaries are in place. So in the event of your death, it, the the money you want to go to the right people, it happens. Well, exactly. I mean, it's that important. It, it certainly is important to you. We're, we're looking at ways you really should not be thinking in retirement and uh, and some things to avoid, too, with Marty Neville, 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. Talk to Marty about building that personal pension plan for you. And now, uh, as you're working up to it, for heaven's sake, take the uh, the match if the employer offers it. Absolutely. And most employers, a lot of employers offer a match. Uh, they've, they've done away with a lot of these big companies have done away with pension plans and they've, they've come up with a 401k and they've, they've matched. It's less expensive for them to, to provide you with a match than it would be for a pension. So if they offer a match and you've got to put in 6% to get 6%, if you've got to put in five to get five, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You're leaving free money on the table and there's nothing I like better than free money. Who doesn't? No, so if, they're, yes. if they're offering a match, uh, do whatever is necessary to, to make sure you comply and get that match. Uh, and that's over and above. So if you're contributing the maximum, let's say, and the company's offering a match, that's over and above what the what the maximum contribution is. If it's, it's if you're under 59 and a half, uh, it's uh, it's 19.5. And if you're over, it's 19.5 plus an additional 6,500. So that's 26,000. So if you're if you're over that and you're contributing the max and the company's offering a match, Absolutely. That's over and above. So definitely take advantage of that. That's something that you don't want to leave on the table. Well, and you want to save as much as you can because you absolutely cannot live on just Social Security. (laughs) Right. Well, luckily, none of my clients are in that position. They're solely dependent on Social Security. They have other sources of income. They have 401ks and IRAs. They might have rental income. Some of them might have a small pension. So, yeah, having more than one source, Social Security is definitely not enough to, uh, to sustain us. Yeah, especially us baby boomers, we're used to uh, the finer things oh, in yeah. life. So uh, having having uh, Social Security only as your only source of income is, uh, it, luckily, like I said, none of my clients are in that position. And that's good. I mean, and you make sure of that too. But even you know, before they come to you, they've, they've got to bring you something to work with to help build that that guaranteed income in retirement. You said this earlier that you don't plan to retire, and I think that's great. Um, but it, it needs to be your choice. Uh, wrong thinking would be, oh, I can just keep working. 
Well, yes. I, you know, if you're 90 years old and, you know, <laughs> at, at that point, you might want to slow down a little bit. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. yeah, just just a little bit. Yeah. But, but yeah, you know, I mean, I, I don't plan on retiring anytime soon, but, and I do have partners. So if, if I decide to take a, a vacation and go to Europe, uh, I have to find somebody to go with, though. But uh, <laughs> if I decide I'm going to take off some time and do something, I can do that. And I have people that'll that'll cover me. And, the, you know, so even in the future, but I, I really, I love what I'm doing. I actually am expanding uh, my company. I opened up an office in, in Des Moines, Iowa, not too long ago. And, uh, so, and I'm planning on opening up an office in uh, Las Vegas soon. So Great. I'm expanding my company. I'm not, uh, I'm not trying to s- slow down at all. I, I really love what I'm doing and I help a lot of people. And that's the key is helping a lot of people. Uh, and it's not so much to me, it's not so much about the money, but I- even, even for you, if you want to work, you know, do it because you want to, not because you have to Mm -hmm. work two, three days a week, you know, just to keep yourself busy and active and get out of the house and, and enjoy yourself a little bit. Yeah. The extra cash isn't going to hurt either. (laughs) One exactly. And, and yeah, you're right. I mean, it needs to be something that you choose to do that. That's the, that's the situation you want to be in. We talked about your legacy early uh, or so it's on, it's so important for the TOD and POD transfer on death and payable on death that, that that's right. Exactly. Uh, I usually recommend having a living trust and having everything spelled out in the living trust because that's, uh, that's, you know, TOD and POD, that's, you know, that's got to go through probate. So uh, to avoid that is, uh, is important to me. It's and mostly important to most of my clients, keep everything private within the family. So uh, having a living, a living trust or some kind of an estate plan in place uh, eliminates the need for POD or TOD. So uh, that's, that's worthy of a, of a discussion that we would have at the office. If you have a living trust, is everything properly, you know, how long have you had the living trust? Have you checked the beneficiary designations recently? Uh, is everything the way you want it? You know, a lot of my clients, they, they set up their living trust or they set up an estate plan you know, 25 years ago when their mm-hmm. kids were little and now the kids are grown and gone and they have grandkids and uh, the, the trust should be updated or at least amended to, to, to comply with current legislation. So there's, there's a lot of different things when it comes to estate planning and how to position everything. So uh, definitely we have that discussion while we're at the office. Now, we mentioned uh, not assuming you can just continue to work, but and you also mentioned correctly how long retirement can be. So can you retire too early? Sure. You know, I have a lot of clients that, you know, they can't wait to get done. They can't wait to get out. They've had enough. They've had their fill. But uh, there's there's some problems with that. Number one, if you retire before you're 65, what do you do for health insurance? Uh, same thing with the social security. You're not eligible for social security until 62 uh, and your full retirement age is usually 66 in a number of months or 67. So you social security and, and you don't want to take social security early cause it is a, a 30% reduction potentially. And it's a permanent decision. So I, you know, when it comes to social security benefits, yes, you could take it at 62. Uh, just bear in mind that yes, it is a reduced benefit. Uh, 30% less than what you would get at your full retirement age. And if you don't take it at your full retirement age, it grows by 8% a year after that. So there's a lot of different reasons. Plus, again, health insurance is another important factor if you're going to retire early uh, before 65, especially. Make sure you're on track uh, for your retirement, keyword being your, and get that custom plan. Marty opens his schedule up every week on this show. So here's your first opportunity. 
Well, today's my birthday, so <laughs> my birthday. You're I'm giving take, the gifts. I'm going to give it a give a little extra here. So, for the next 26 listeners, all right, eight 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 five one nine nine zero nine six. Usually it's ten, so we're going to have to spread it out a little bit for this. So, but for the next 26 listeners who busy. call in, the first 26 on the first uh, first of the show today. So, give me a call again. My number is eight eight eight. Five one nine nine zero nine six. Give me a call, and we'll put together this plan for you. These plans, I should say, the Guaranteed Lifetime Income Plan, the Social Security Maximization Report. Uh, my schedule is actually already booked for today, so I'm not meeting anybody else today. But uh, yes, it is my birthday, but I am working. So uh, give me a call, and we'll set up a time to meet sometime during the week or the next couple of weeks. And and because I am taking some extra callers today. Uh, give me a call so we can get you on the schedule and set up a plan and set up a time to meet and put together these plans and have these conversations. It's really important. It's crucial to, to, to set these up so you have it in hand. So again, my number is 888-519-9096. Give me a call and I'll also have a copy of my number one bestseller, Retirement Smart America for you. You are going to be busy. So the next 26, it is the 26th. It's Marty's birthday. So there you have it. Great opportunity. 888-519-9096. 888-519-9096. And this is for the next 26 at no <laughs> cost, no obligation. I'm trying to think how busy you're going to be. Well, we yeah. got to get through the show first before you start calling all those people back. And there's much more to come. Quick break. What are we doing next, Marty? Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about phased retirement. It's a concept that's gaining momentum, actually, and popularity. But what is it? And should you be asking your employer about it? We'll explore phased retirement when we come back after the break. It's Financial Safari with Marty Neville, who celebrates his birthday today. Retirement Smart America is his book, and it's an Amazon number one bestseller. The firm is Smart Money Solutions, and Marty is, uh, of course, helping many in Chicagoland and beyond as he's licensed in 19 states now. Well, uh, you mentioned the term phased retirement, and we're going to take a look at that. It kind of ties in with the fact that retirement is longer now for us than it was for generations before us. So first off, what is phased retirement? Well, phased retirement is kind of like a transitional uh, reduction in hours. You kind of work from, you know, from a full 40 hour week, let's say. I don't know very many people that work 40 hour weeks, <laughs> more like 50, <laughs> right. 60 and 70 hour no weeks, kidding. you know, so, okay, going from 70 to 50 <laughs> and from 50 to 30. Uh, so it's kind of a, re a, a re little bit of a reduced work hours, uh, you kind of slowly transition your way into retirement rather than go cold turkey, so to speak. So it's kind of a phased, a slow transition, a little work, you know, working a little bit less, you know, but you have to talk to your employer. Some employers, you know, they want you full-time all the time. They don't allow you to go part-time and then eventually leave. So there's, you know, it has to be kind of worked out with your employer, but at the same time, it, it gives you the opportunity to get used to the idea of not working, you know, five days a week or six days a week, whatever you're used to, it gives you the opportunity to slowly transition to that retirement where you're not working at all. I don't, I'm, I'm interested in, what is, do you, how do you feel about that? 
It seems to make sense. It, 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 it makes a lot of sense to me. It, for, for a lot of people, it's, you know, it's a big transition to go from working for the past 35 or 40 years of your life, and then all of a sudden you're not. Uh, it, so it's, it's a huge transition. So I think that the phased uh, retirement is a, is a great idea. It gives you the opportunity to slowly, little by little, you know, go from five days a week to four days a week, from four days a week to three, you know, and then eventually you're like you said, you're at part time. You you have to also take into consideration. It depends how old you are at that time. You have to make sure that your your health insurance is is going to protect you if you do go to part time yeah. or do that do the phasing. So so that's an, an, you know something else that has to be taken into consideration when you're when you're looking at going to that phased retirement plan. And, and again, you have to talk to your employer about it, make sure that it's acceptable and that they're they're on board with it. But uh, it, it, it does give you the opportunity to to slow. And it, like I said, it is something that, I, you know, that's why I encourage my clients. To, hey, after you do retire, work for two or three days a week. You know, it's the same kind of thing. But at, at what I'm talking about now is actually at your current position at your current job is to slowly but surely take it one one step at a time a day off here uh you know you're working four days now you're working three days uh and now you're working two and a half days so however you decide you want to phase it you just have to uh have to work it all out with your employer but it's it gives you that opportunity to transition smoother uh make it a much smoother transition into retirement well, we always talk about what a psychological and sudden shift that is for many. And then this way, you're really putting your toe in the water and then just wading in. You're not diving in the water. And there could mm-hmm. be some benefits to that, uh, in, including maybe uh, proper strategies on your retirement funds. Well, yeah, you're not you don't you're not going to be immediately dependent on your retirement funds by quitting or, or just retiring cold turkey, so to speak. Uh, so you're if you're still working and you're phasing yourself out of the workforce, you're not as dependent on your retirement funds and your 401k and whatnot. So it gives your your retirement funds you could still contribute actually because you're still you're still working. So you're still contributing and you really might not and probably won't need to to dip into those those accounts yet. So it gives it gives your your retirement accounts the opportunity to continue to grow, and at the same time you're not going to be dependent on them as long. And also, too, mentally, and it, it's a it's a mental transition too. So if you're kind of you're still working, you're you've still got that identity that you've built through your job. Of course, uh, you know. So, it, like I said, you know, uh, the 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 fact that you're retiring that that whole transition is is a big psychological shift, and and you know you you don't want it to affect your mental health in a negative way. So by taking a phased approach. By reducing your work hours little by little and transitioning slowly into the retirement, it, it's going to be benefit, a little more beneficial for you on your on your mental state yeah. than just uh, you know going cold turkey and, and all of a sudden tomorrow you don't have to do anything and you know that's 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 usually not the best approach but you know it, it all depends on on what you're planning too what's your what's your goal what are you going to do in retirement. Uh, do you have do you have plans in place that you're going to do? Are you going to travel? Are you going to golf? Are you going to garden? Are you going to, you know, go see the grandchildren all over the place? So there's a lot of different things that you're that you might be doing. But uh, if you're concerned about just 
cold turkey quitting and not not having to work tomorrow, uh, a phase plan is would be best. And it probably would be beneficial for your psychological and mental health. Looking at phased retirement with Marty Neville of Smart Money Solutions, 888-519-9096. And he generously, because it's his birthday on the 26th, offered a, a moment ago to the next 26 calling in. And they did get the phones buzzing, 888-519-9096. You mentioned if your employer's okay with it. I would imagine most employers would be because, well, it may save them a little bit on the bottom line. And then they can start thinking about who would take your place and you're even still there to train that person right exactly so so they could hire somebody find somebody to to replace you uh at your discretion and then you can train your replacement uh so that yes in a lot of cases the employer uh, it will be understanding and 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 agree to it because it gives them the opportunity that they don't have they're not all of a sudden caught in a lurch where you're going to give them two weeks notice and then you're gone and now they have to find somebody to replace and mm-hmm. to take over your position. So yes, a lot of the employers really enjoy the fact that if you're going to give them an, uh, an opportunity to uh, phase out your, your, your working uh, life and, and, hire somebody and train them to replace you. So that's, that's to their benefit. That's the benefit of the employer, especially if you have, if you have a good relationship with your employer and your, your, uh, your superiors. Well, and one thing to keep in mind though, it could affect your social security benefits because you won't be earning as much. True, true. But it's, you know, the social security looks back at the top 30 at the, at your high 35. Yeah. So uh, it's not going to have a major, major impact because we're not talking about working for 10 years, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on a part-time basis or, or phase out. Uh, so it won't have a major impact. So yes, it could be a, a slight impact, but it won't be anything major. So if you're going to do a phased out, it depends on your age too. So if you're phasing out at 60, well, you know, that's a different story than if you're phasing out at 65. Yeah. So uh, it, 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 the age does have a factor in it as far as uh, when you're starting the phase out. But uh, yeah, Social Security might be impacted, but it would be negligible. Okay. Now, you mentioned that you, you seem to think this is a pretty good idea. How do other advisors feel about it? And does it make the planning easier or easier for someone like you or more difficult? Well, it, it, for me, it doesn't, it doesn't have much of an impact, but, uh, it, you know, some, some people are skeptical about the, uh, the phased out because now they're going to be prematurely using their nest egg and their retirement accounts. Uh, I don't look at it that way. I, again, it depends on your age, when you're planning on, on starting this phase out and when you're planning on actually finally retiring completely. Uh, it, you know, if you're younger, yeah, it's going to have an impact because now if you're younger and you're, if you're 57, uh, uh, you know, for example, some of my federal law enforcement uh, clients, you know, they're retired. They have to retire at 57. So they're they're usually not not they're not happy about it. But that's just that's just a federal w- law. I mean, mm-hmm. they have to they have to they're done at 57. So they have to go find something else to do. And they usually go into law enforcement of some kind. I have a lot of law enforcement officers that that have done uh, very, very well in their uh, in their transition. So. Uh, that doesn't really phase me that they're going to have to leave early because they're going to find something else to do, uh, even if they have even if they do leave early. Sure. So they have yeah. other they have other things going on. But uh, yeah, it, sometimes it could be uh, you might not be completely financially prepared for that phase out. But that's something that we have to really uh, take a look at 
when we sit down at the office. Have you ever seen those videos where the um, the police officers sign off for the last time, and many of them get really emotional about it? Oh you know, yeah, and they'll oh, yeah. come back I'm, on the radio with the thanking them I'm, for their service. I'm, I'm working with quite a few of those police officers that are that are getting ready to sign off and leave their position. And uh, yeah, it is emotional because they've been doing that. They they love what they've been doing. They really enjoyed their career. And, uh, you know, to sign off for the last time, that's, uh, I can understand that would Absolutely. be very, uh, very heartfelt and emotional for them. Sure. It would be, most certainly. Well, um, phased retirement, ask your financial advisor if it's right for you. And you can ask Marty Neville because he may say, I mean, you are going to work with Marty and you're going to both talk it out and determine what is best for you and your retirement planning. And another, uh, ge- I don't know if he's going to be as generous with this opportunity, but another opportunity for a no cost, <laughs> no obligation consultation. Well, for the next 15 minutes, we're going to open the lines. We're going to take unlimited calls. Uh, I don't, I, th- I think we got, I think we've got a full load, uh, the first, uh, segment, but, uh, we're going to take unlimited calls. Whoever calls in, we're going to set up a time to meet with you. Leave a message. You're going to hear my friendly voice on the recording. When you call, just leave a message and I will get back to you sometime today. And we'll, we'll put together a plan for you. We'll, we'll discuss all these things. If you're getting close to retirement and you think phasing out your, your is a great idea. We'll have a, we'll put together a plan that, that incorporates that into the whole, uh, into the big scheme of things. So give me a call. My number is 888-519-9096. Yeah, giving the number would help, right? (laughs) Exactly. So, yeah. So give me a call. Again, you'll hear my friendly voice on the recording. Just leave a message and I'll get back to you sometime this morning or early afternoon. And uh, we'll celebrate my birthday together somehow. Absolutely. So again, my number is 888 519-9096. Yeah, when you call in uh, and leave the message, of course, leave your name and number so Marty can get back with you and get this scheduled and and wish Marty a happy birthday. 888-519-9096. And you're going to talk to Marty about getting your financial roadmap put together. And and it's a conversation, a relaxed uh, conversation. And and Marty can translate what can be complicated, the financial world, into clear instructions and show you the best options for you, the best strategies for you and your retirement. No cost, no obligation. Next 15 minutes, unlimited calls, but you got to get it in the next 15 minutes. 888-519-9096-888-519-9096. Uh, Check on news, weather, traffic on AM 890 WLS, and then more to come on Financial Safari. What are we doing? Well, when we come back, uh, we're going to tackle how to prepare for for uh, retirement when one spouse retires and the other is still working. There's some things you might need to do to make sure you're ready for that. So right after the break. It's Financial Safari. Consumer advocate Dave Perkins here with Marty Neville. Marty is the author of the Amazon number one bestseller, Retirement Smart America. And he also heads up Smart Money Solutions. What does he do? Retirement. And he's a retirement specialist. And he can talk to you about your custom plan. All right. You're near retirement. Your spouse is not near retirement. What do you do? Um, I mean, how can that transition be as smooth as possible. That's what we're going to look at. And obviously, if you're retiring and your spouse is not, you're, you're going to need a new household spending plan. 
Absolutely. <laughs> and I'll put one together for you. And I have had many situations where uh, the spouse decided, one spouse decided to continue working uh, and the other retired and, and is enjoying life and, and doing things. You know, they, they, they've they worked it out. All of them have worked it out. So it's, it's pretty it's pretty amazing. Uh, there haven't been any major wars that have, <laughs> that have transpired. Uh, but yes, you know, having a new plan, having a new budget, having a new spending plan in place, that income plan, because now the uh, half the income is gone, potentially. You know, the, the, the one spouse that did retire might have uh, decided to take Social Security, depending on the age of the one spouse who retired. Uh, they might be taking distributions from retirement accounts. So there's there, there's a whole new set of, uh, of, of things that need to be tackled and looked into as far as even taxes. So taxes have to be re- reviewed as well because, you know, with uh, just taking distributions from a retirement account, there's, a, there's tax issues, Social Security, there's tax issues. If there's a pension involved, there's tax issues. And plus, depending on the income of the other spouse who's, who continued to work, we have to take those those income taxes into consideration as well. So, yes, putting together a new plan, a new uh, income plan uh, would be something that would I would recommend doing. Now, you're retired and your spouse is going off to work. And I can imagine it's really tough, especially at the beginning. Uh, your spouse leaves for work and you're just kind of there in the house. What are you going to do? Uh, because you got to find something to do. Exactly. You got to have a reason to wake up in the morning. We yeah. all need a reason to wake up in the morning. And especially if one retires and the other doesn't. Uh, in, in a lot of cases, they already have a plan in place. What they're going to do are, you know, they're, I have this one particular couple, uh, you know, the, the, the wife actually works. Uh, she's a doctor and she continues to work. She keeps threatening me that she's going to retire, but she never, mm-hmm. she hasn't. Uh, she's approaching 80 and she loves what she does. Wow. And so she's going to continue to work. And, and her, her husband, he yeah, takes care of the house and he uh, uh, does the gardening and he's involved in several, several other things. He does volunteer. So he's, he stays pretty busy. It's pretty amazing to talk to him. It's, uh, it's amazing that he actually had time to work when he was working because <laughs> he's so busy now, but, uh, but he, he finds plenty to do. He has a plan. He has a, you know, he decided this is what he wanted to do. Yeah. He didn't need to work anymore. They had plenty, he had plenty of money saved in his retirement, but she enjoys working. So she's going to, it's not even about the money. They don't need the money. It's not about the money. It's about, you know, she just loves what she does. So she's going to continue. And, and I encourage that. So if you, if you really love what you're going to do, uh, but, but you have to have a plan for both of you, you have both have to be on the same page. If you're married, you both have to be on the same page uh, and make sure that it's going to work properly uh, income wise and you know, psychologically, emotionally, mentally, how it's going to plan, how, what kind of plan you have in place for that. Well, I have a suggestion on something you could do. You could, and, it, and man, the points you will score if your working spouse comes home to a clean house every day and perhaps maybe even a meal cooked. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the, the roles change. It can change, definitely. It, yeah, yeah, it does. And and he's he's an excellent cook. This one particular client I'm thinking of, he's an excellent cook, and he does cook uh, dinner for his wife when she comes home. And sometimes her shift sh- shifts. So sometimes she's on the second shift. Sometimes she's on the first shift. 
Uh, she doesn't work overnights, but uh, you know, it's, sometimes her, her shift is a little bit different. She'll get off at midnight sometimes. So um, it, it, it's an interesting, it's a unique situation. Everybody's situation is unique and everybody's situation is different. So it's all a matter of, of planning it out, having a discussion, uh, you know, thinking it through and, and it works and it works instead of, you know, uh, instead of just willy nilly, oh yeah, this is what I'm going to do. You know, let's think it through. Let's, let's have a discussion about it. It's all about consideration too, because um, you, you're, you have to keep in mind that the working spouse is tired when they get home and, and you may be up later at night with the TV on loud and you, know, you just have to think about things like that. Absolutely. Again, it's, it's all, all the different factors have to be th- uh, put into play. Uh, you know, what do you, you know, what are you going to do during the day? If your spouse, like, like I said, the one spouse, sometimes she works second shift. So she'll go into work at four o'clock in the afternoon, uh, you know, and she'll work till midnight. So, so that changes the whole dynamic again, where he might be in bed at midnight when she gets home. And, and so, so it could have an impact and, it, and it's, it's, you definitely have to think it through and talk it through to make sure that you're both on the same page. And uh, it, in 99% of the cases that I have where the one spouse continues to work, uh, it, it, it works out very, very well. That's good. That's good because, I mean, yeah. you, it's a lot to consider. Well, that's what we're looking at. When one spouse retires and the other continues to work with Marty Neville, mm-hmm. he's seen a lot uh, through the years helping people prepare their retirement, 888 888- 519-9096. He can help you. 888-519-9096. You touched on this earlier, really, but you do have to have that plan for maximizing Social Security, which that's part of what you do for your clients anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the Social Security Maximization Report is going to take all that into consideration. And, and that's a factor when it comes to uh, one spouse retiring and the other continuing to work. So uh, if, if they're both working, and, and I've had a lot of situations where one spouse did didn't work. One spouse was uh, was uh, you know the stay a stay at home mom, or uh, just a stay at home dad. I had a couple clients there where there was mm-hmm. a stay at home dad, and the and the wife uh, the, the woman went out and worked. So there's there's every situation is unique. Every situation is different. We're going to take all those different situations into consideration. Uh, but yeah, Social Security does come into play because that's part of the income plan. So putting the, putting together the Social Security maximization report and looking at it when you're going to take Social Security. Do you need to take it early? Do you need to take it at a certain age? Uh, you know, I always recommend usually in a majority of cases, I recommend taking it at full retirement age, but there's always exceptions to the rule and, and it's worthy of having a discussion, obviously, to see what's going to be best. So it all it all depends on what's best for your situation, what's best for, for, the, for the situation at hand and, and how it's going to function in that particular, uh, particular situation at the time. We did a show on benchmark ages um, uh, a couple of weeks ago, and Marty has hit one of the benchmark ages today. Uh, He is now at Medicare eligible. But if you're not and you retire, you may want to make sure you can get on your spouse's insurance or some some kind kind of plan. Absolutely. Uh, you know, health insurance is really important, especially if you're retiring early. We've talked about this at nauseum. How many times have <laughs> we talked about this, Dave? Because it's really important to make sure that you're covered in some fashion. Uh, yes, if your spouse is still working and you're allowed to get on that coverage until you're 65, if you're not already 65. So uh, it, it's something that has to be taken into consideration because health insurance can be really expensive when you're in your 60s before you hit that golden age. 
today's my golden age. So, uh, but, but, you know, it could be very expensive. It could be upwards of a thousand dollars a month or more, uh, depending on your situation. So, uh, having a plan, making sure you, you don't forget about that all important, uh, health insurance issue that needs to be dealt with up until the point where you turn 65. And then even when you turn 65, you still need a Medicare supplement. You need to make sure you're buying part B and, and all those other factors that go into it. And, you know, there's so many different advantage plans out there right now. Uh, all you can do is turn on the TV at any time and you could see, uh, you know, some some celebrity hawking uh, some Medicare eligible plan, uh, some advantage plan or something, <laughs> some kind of right. plan. But so they're out there. It's just a matter of knowing which one is going to be best for you. But uh, making sure you're covered is, is crucial. And that's number one on my list. It's really dual strategy, too, because you've got one uh, starting to move into the deaccumulation phase and the working spouse is still accumulating. Exactly. So, yeah, it, it, because if you're if your spouse is working and you're not, let's say, uh, and the spouse is contributing to a 401k plan at work. And let's say the spouse is, you know, in, the, in a lot of situations, the spouse is, uh, you know, in her early his or her early 70s. You don't have to take distributions from a 401k plan if you're contributing to it and still working for that company. Once you're retired and you're not working for that company, you then have to start taking even a 401k. You still that, that's when you have to start taking those distributions. So your income is going to change at certain points when you do do decide to hang it up. At some point, you're gonna you're gonna start taking those distributions, uh, but you have to make sure that uh, you know if you're contributing and your spouse is taking again taxes have a lot lots to play with with this. So we have to take into consideration the tax issues uh, as well as the income issues when one spouse retires and the other doesn't. It's a lot to consider, uh, again, the importance of having proper planning for your retirement. Another opportunity to get with Marty, call in, schedule this consultation, wish him a happy birthday, take advantage of it. Here it is. <laughs> yes. I, uh, thanks, Dave. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, so g give me a call. My number is 888 Yes, today is my birthday, and I am uh, taking unlimited calls uh, th throughout the entire show today. Whoever calls in, we're not limiting uh, the uh, the number like we usually do, but uh, it's it's going to jam my schedule pretty good. But that's okay. I'll we'll survive, and I'll be able to help more and more people. So, mm -hmm. I, again, my number is eight eight eight. 519-9096. Give me a call. We'll put together that that all important uh, guaranteed lifetime income plan, as well as that social security maximization report. Everything is factored for inflation. We'll talk about your taxes. We'll talk about all your different issues and and put and customize this just the way you need it. So and and then at the same time, I'll have a copy of my number one bestseller, Retirement Smart America, for you. So uh, give me a call so we can set up a time to meet at one of the offices. Uh, I will call you back. You'll hear my friendly voice on the phone when you call. So I'll give you a call back and we'll set up a time to meet. And he does, uh, Marty limits, but he has to just because of his schedule and his time, but he's being very generous today. Unlimited 888-519-9096. Just get through. Uh, during the show or a little bit after the show, because Marty will start calling back and getting these, these appointments made 
519-9096, a comprehensive review. Yeah, he's going to run that Social Security maximization report. He's also going to look at future tax implications you can avoid, get the right tax strategies. Most importantly, talk to you about building in that guaranteed income up to age 100 at least in your retirement. 888 888- Five one nine nine zero nine six. Closing the birthday show out with questions from the listeners, Marty. Absolutely. So when we come back from the break, we're going to answer some of the questions that we've gotten during the course of the week. So stay tuned. We're back with Financial Safari. Marty Neville of Smart Money Solutions, licensed in 19 states and expertise in federal benefits and all the components of proper retirement planning, including building in that lifetime income for you. Marty's also author of the Amazon number one bestseller, Retirement Smart America. When we met here at the studio today to do the show, Marty informed me it's his birthday. So wishing Marty a happy birthday. And I was happy to hear better news than uh, last weekend when he told me that he was uh, stung by a couple of wasps, man. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. That had to hurt. Yeah, it does. It does. My arm is still swollen up to twice its gracious. Normal size. Wow. So, uh, yeah. I I told you I don't even know if it's anything to it or if it's an, uh, but uh, tobacco. I heard to put tobacco on bee stings helps. I don't well, know if that's true or not. I I don't know. I haven't. It's it, it'll go. It'll heal by itself. It it's will. It's going to take a little time. It'll do it. I got questions from the listeners, Marty, and we open up from Lindenhurst. I am receiving my Social Security retirement benefit. Now, a friend told me that I should apply for my spousal benefit based on my husband's record as well. And I always thought that a person could receive only one or the other, but not both. Well, you thought right. <laughs> your friend thought wrong. <laughs> and, you're, and, you, and you're, don't take advice from friends. Everybody's right. got a different opinion because that friend is wrong. No, you're only entitled to one benefit. You know, you can't, uh, you can't double dip. That would be, that would be, uh, that would be bad. Because they're going to come after you for that. Big time. Yeah. Oh, no, so yeah, you're only entitled to one benefit. Uh, if you're receiving your retirement benefit, chances are it's probably higher than your spouse, half of your spouse's benefit, which is what a spousal benefit would be. Mm-hmm. It would be half of your spouse's benefit. So I'm, I'm going to assume for for a minute here. Again, I don't know the specifics. I don't know what uh, what you're receiving, but I'm going to assume that your full benefit is 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 greater than his half of your benefit. So I, I would definitely uh, stop taking advice from friends. Exactly. I <laughs> mean, talk to 10 people, you'll get 10 different opinions. You right? certainly will. I mean, keep them as friends, but get advice from a professional. Yeah. Uh, Elmhurst is next. When you withdraw monies from a 401k plan and pay the taxes and then reinvest the balance into a Roth 401k, is there a waiting period of five years before the profit is tax-free? And also, if you do this yearly, does each conversion amount, uh, is it held for five years? Or once the Roth 401k is open, is it only the one five-year period? Well, what you're talking about is a Roth conversion. And each conversion that you do, if you do one a year, you know, to try and save yourself some tax money and not put yourself into higher brackets, which a lot of my clients are doing right now, because let's face it, taxes are still low. Um, yes, it's each conversion has its own five-year waiting period. Okay. So you you can take out the money you and put into it because it's after-tax dollars, but you can't take out 
the profit or the gain that you that it made. So, but that's that's so that's the difference. Uh, in in again, a Roth four hundred one k when you do those conversions, you pay the taxes. Uh, you know, be careful. And I like I said, I'm doing a lot of them right now. Be very careful because you don't want to push yourself into these higher tax brackets because you're converting too much at once. You know, depending it depends on what years and your if you're married, your spouse's combined income is. So we'll look at your income tax return and see what would be best. How much can you convert without killing yourself or paying? You know, putting yourself into higher brackets. If you're in the 20% bracket, you don't want to push yourself into the 30% bracket by converting too much in a given year. So uh, I, like I said, that's how we that's how we look at it. We make a determination uh, based on your current income uh, because let's face it, if you do a Roth conversion, that's more taxable income that you're adding. Even though you're paying the taxes right away, it's still taxable income and, and it pushes you into a higher bracket. So, so but the, to answer the question, uh, each conversion has its own five-year waiting period. Very good. Yeah. Uh, one, uh, a five year for each one of them. Great question from Elmhurst. Thank you. And of course, uh, any other assistance on those strategies and more, you can contact Marty at 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. From Crown Point, Indiana, I'm fairly confident that my dividend paying stocks will provide the income that I need in retirement. But sometimes I wonder if I'm relying too heavily on that plan. Do I need to diversify the income side of my port- portfolio? I would say yes. I would say it would be it, it, it's at least worthy of sitting down and having me put together a plan. Uh, you know, I know a lot of clients, a lot of my clients who were dependent on dividend income as far as part of their income plan were, were very shocked when uh, during the pandemic they stopped paying dividends because a lot of these businesses weren't, they had no revenue. So uh, they were co- quite uh, surprised and dismayed and, and kind of panicked because all of a sudden their dividend income dried up because the companies weren't paying dividends for that period of time that the pandemic was going on, just like they weren't doing the match on 401ks. So yes, I think uh, relying on that source solely is a mistake and you should have other uh, other sources of income into your total plan and uh, to diversify your portfolio, have a guaranteed lifetime income, maybe have a nice annuity in there that's going to provide you with other guaranteed lifetime income. So there's other different uh, there are different avenues and, and roads that you can travel to make sure that you're not depe- overly dependent on one source that uh, something could affect it. And then then what do you do? So, uh, you know, let's have a meeting. Let's have a conversation. Let me put together a plan for you and we'll see which way is the best way to go. And if, if you if you like what you see, then we'll implement it. And Chicago Heights to close it out. I have sixty thousand dollars in a savings account and I also have an IRA account. I want to invest the sixty thousand so that it can grow, but I'm nervous about investing it currently. How do I invest all or some of this money with a very cautious approach? I'm 63 and I plan to retire at 65. Well, I'm glad that you you know mentioned how old you are and when you're planning on retiring in mm-hmm. two years. And and yes, that wouldn't be the opportunity. That w- this is not the time to get high risk. Uh, now is, you're planning on retiring in a couple of years. Uh, now would be the time to get more conservative. 
save you know save your money, protect it from from the volatility in the market, and because who knows what's going to happen. So so uh, yes, there can be a lot of volatility. There has been a lot of volatility. I would recommend just based on the question. Again, I don't know anything about your specific situation, so I'm usually not one to make recommendations without knowing more information personally. But uh, you know, I would venture to say if you want to protect that money and put it into something that's safe, that's guaranteed, that's insured. Uh, you might want to consider a part or all of it into an, a fixed index annuity because that's going to you know, provide you with a, a real good return, a decent return. It's not designed to make you rich. It's designed to give you a decent return, but at the same time, protect that money from volatility and loss. So I would venture to say that might be one approach to look at. Uh, again, uh, before I would make other recommendations, I would really rather sit down, have a discussion, see what might be the best uh, angle and the best uh, attack approach for you and more, know more about your specific situation and what you're trying to accomplish in your goals. Good questions as always. Thanks for the questions. And for those who submitted the questions for you listening, it's a great opportunity to get your plan together. And that's the question for you. Do you have a plan for retirement? That's what we open the show with, how important it is to have that. Here's another opportunity to talk to Marty about your plan. Well, for the last, uh, I'm going to take 10 listeners this time. Okay. <laughs> Actually, let's do unlimited. Let's do unlimited okay. today. Okay. It's just kind of, I'm, I'm in a great mood. I feel great. And uh, you'll be and calling people birthday, back so. until your birthday barbecue. Uh, right. I'll be calling people back till Thursday. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so give me a call again. My number is 888-519-9096. And I love what I do. So it doesn't matter. I, 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 I'll call people all day long. I talk to I talk to hundreds of people every week and I enjoy it. So give me a call. Again, my number is 888-519-9096. Birthday notwithstanding, I'm still working. I'm still working with people and helping people. So uh, give me a call so we can set up a time at one of my offices. I have offices all throughout the entire area. And if you're working, uh, if you're working, you can't get away during the day. I do work in the evenings, certain evenings a week. And I also work on the weekends. So give me a call. My number is 888-519-9096. Take advantage of this uh, last opportunity, last uh, of the day here. Give me a call. And uh, unlimited people who call in, we will set up a time. You'll hear my friendly voice on the recording when you call. Just leave a message, and I will get back to you sometime today. I hope today. <laughs> exactly, because he's going to be a little busy. 888-519-9096. This is a comprehensive review, and it's going to help you determine just how prepared your investments are to handle the pitfalls that do come with retirement, inflation, um, health care emergencies, stock market volatility, risk, taxation. And he'll run that Social Security maximization report for you as well. But he's going to talk to you about income in your retirement guaranteed income 888-519-9096-888-519-9096 and in honor of his birthday he has had unlimited opportunities so call in 888-519-9096 now since it is your birthday this is an age-related thing marty and both of us are well past 30 but in t- an interior designer came up with a list of uh uh, furniture and other things that you should not have in your home 
past the age of 30. Um, inflatable <laughs> furniture was one of those. Um, okay. s- uh, stuffed animals on your bed. Now, you don't yeah. have stuffed animals on your bed, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't Plastic. No, no, bean, no bean bags. <laughs> no bean bags. Plastic cups, plates, and silverware. But I tell you, if you got a lot of people over, that comes in handy. It's less to wash. Uh, old trophies, like maybe a trophy you got in the seventh grade. Uh, <laughs> and, and anything space-themed, like, you know, a See, blanket. the thing is, they back then, they didn't have participation trophies. Exactly. Like so, well, so. that's it. That's why I don't have any. <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't have any. Either, so. <laughs> well, I yeah, do hope yeah. you have a great time with your family, enjoying your birthday, Marty, and um, and I hope Thanks, I know you're going to be busy, but I hope you don't have to spend too much time setting this this up. But I know that you love doing it, so it, it'll be a nice Absolutely. birthday present for you. And um, yeah, it's a it's a joy. So yeah, uh, well, happy birthday again, and we shall do this next week. Thanks, Dave. And we hope you join us next week here on AM 890 WLS for Financial Safari. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.